Verily I say, this is the day in which mankind can behold the face and hear the voice of the promised one. The call of God hath been raised and the light of his countenance hath been lifted up upon men. It behooveth every man to blot out the trace of every idle word from the tablet of his heart and to gaze with an open and unbiased mind on the signs of his revelation, the proofs of his mission and the tokens of his glory. Great indeed is this day, the allusions made to it in all the sacred scriptures as the day of God attest to its greatness. The soul of every prophet of God, of every divine messenger had thirsted for this wondrous day. All the diverse kindreds of the earth have likewise yearned to attain it. No sooner, however, had the day star of his revelation manifested itself in the heaven of God's will, then all except those whom the Almighty was pleased to guide were dumbfounded and heedless. O thou that hast remembered me, the most grievous veils hath shut out the peoples of the earth from his glory and hindered them from hearkening to his call. Grant that the light of unity may envelop the whole world and that the seal the kingdom is God's may be stamped upon the brows of all its people. Wow. Likewise, Lukman, who had drunk from the wellspring of wisdom and tasted the waters of mercy, improving to his son Nathan the plains of resurrection and death, advanced the dream as evidence and example. We relate it here that through this evanescent servant, a memory may endure of that youth of the school of divine unity, that elder of the realms of instruction and detachment. He said, O son, if thou art able not to sleep, then thou art able not to die. And if thou art able not to waken after sleep, then thou shalt be able not to rise after death. O friend, the heart is the dwelling place of eternal mysteries. Make it not the home of fleeting fancies. Waste not the treasure of thy precious life occupied with this swiftly passing world. Thou comest from a world of holiness. Bind not thine heart to the earth. Thou art a dweller in the court of reunion. Choose not the homeland of the dust. In sum, there is no end to the description of these stages. But because of the wrongs inflicted by the peoples of this age, this servant is disinclined to continue. The tale remaineth yet unfinished and untold. Forgive me then, for weariness hath taken hold. The pen groaneth, and the ink sheddeth tears, and the river of the heart surges in waves of blood. Nothing can befall us but what God has destined for us. Peace be upon him who followeth the way of guidance. After scaling the high summits of wonderment, the wayfarer cometh to the valley of true poverty and absolute nothingness. This station is that of dying to the self and living in God, be, of being poor in self and rich in the desired one. Poverty, as here referred to, signifieth being poor in that which pertaineth to the world of creation and rich in what belongeth to the realms of God. 
For when the true lover and devoted friend reaches the presence of the beloved, the radiant beauty of the loved one and the fire of the lover's heart will kindle a blaze and burn away all veils and wrappings. Yea, all that he hath, from marrow to skin, will be set aflame, so nothing will remain save the friend. When once shown forth the attributes of him who is the ancient king, I'll mention Moses burned away of every fleeting, transient thing. From the Seven Valleys by Baha'u'llah. I know not, O oh my God, what the fire is which thou didst light the lamp of thy cause, or what the glass wherewith thou didst preserve it from thine enemies. That I might, I marvel at the wonders of thy revelation, and at the tokens of thy glory I recognize, O thou who art my heart's desire, that were fire to be touched by water, it would instantly be extinguished. Whereas the fire which thou didst kindle can never go out, though all the seas of the earth be poured upon it. Should water at any time touch it, the hands of thy power would as decreed in thy tablets transmute that water into a fuel that would feed its flame. I likewise recognize, O oh my God, that every lamp when exposed to the fury of the winds, must cease from burning. As to thy lamp, however, O beloved of the worlds, I cannot think what power except thy power could have kept it safe for so many years from the tempests that have continually been directed upon it by the rebellious among thy creatures. I swear by thy glory, O my God, Thy lamp, which did its light within the tabernacle of men, crieth out to thee and saith, O thou, the one alone beloved, how long wilt thou forsake me? Lift me up to thee, I pray thee. Though this wish of mine be the wish of a human creature, yet thou knowest that my true wish is to sacrifice myself in thy path. Thou art he who hath made my desire to be the same as thy desire, and my will the same as thy will. Do thou preserve thy loved ones, I beseech thee, in the shelter of thy shattering mercy, which transcendeth all things, that happily the suffering they bear may not deter them from turning in the direction of thy name the all-glorious, the most bound, Baha'u'llah. O thou kind Lord, we are servants of thy threshold, taking shelter at thy holy door. We seek no refuge, save only this strong pillar. Turn nowhere for a haven, but unto thy safekeeping. Protect us, bless us, support us, Make us such as we shall love, but thy good pleasure. Utter only thy praise. Follow only the pathway of truth, that we may become rich enough to dispense with all save thee. And receive our gifts from the sea of thy beneficence. 
that we may ever strive to exalt thy cause and to spread thy sweet savors far and wide, that we may become oblivious of self and occupied only with thee and disown all else and be caught up in thee. O thou provider, O thou forgiver, grant us thy grace and loving kindness, thy gifts and thy bestowals, and sustain us that we may attain our goal. Thou art the powerful, the able, the knower, the seer. And verily thou art the generous, and verily thou art the all-merciful, and verily thou art the ever-forgiving, he to whom repentance is due, he who forgiveth even the most grievous of sins. Abdu'l-Baha. From Prayers and Meditations by Baha'u'llah, number 18. Praised be thou, O my God. How can I thank thee for having singled me out and chosen me above all thy servants to reveal thee at a time when all had turned away from thy beauty? I testify, O oh my God, that if I were given a thousand lives by thee and offered them up all in thy path, I would still have failed to repay the least of the gifts which by thy grace thou hast bestowed upon me. I lay asleep on the bed of self when, lo, thou didst waken me with the divine accents of thy voice and didst unveil to me thy beauty, and didst enable me to listen to thine utterances, and to recognize thyself, and to speak forth thy praise, and to extol thy virtues, and to be steadfast in thy love. Finally, I fell captive into the hands of the wayward amongst thy servants. Thou beholdest, therefore, the exile which I suffer in thy days, and art aware of my vehement longing to look upon thy face, and of my irrepressible yearnings to enter the court of thy glory, and of the stirrings of my heart under the influences of the winds of thy mercy. I entreat thee, O thou who art the ruler of the kingdoms of creation and the author of all names, to write down my name with the names of them who from eternity have circled around the tabernacle of thy majesty and clung to the hem of thy loving kindness and held fast the cord of thy tender mercy. Thou art in truth the help in peril, the self-subsisting, Baha'u'llah. O Son of Spirit, my first counsel is this, possess a pure, kindly, radiant heart, 
that I may be a sovereignty, ancient, imperishable, and everlasting, possess a pure, kindly, radiant heart, O Son of Spirit. Whoso reciteth this prayer with lowliness and fervor will bring gladness and joy to the heart of this servant. It will be even as meeting him face to face. He is the all-glorious. O God, my God, lowly and tearful, I raise my suppliant hands to thee and cover my face in the dust of that threshold of thine, exalted above the knowledge of the learned and the praise of all that glorify thee. Graciously look upon thy servant, humble and lowly at thy door, with the glances of the eye of thy mercy, and immerse him in the ocean of thine eternal grace. Lord, he is a poor and lowly servant of thine, enthralled and imploring thee, captive in thy hand, praying fervently to thee, trusting in thee, in tears before thy face, calling to thee and beseeching thee, saying, O Lord my God, give me thy grace to serve thy loved ones. Strengthen me in my servitude to thee. Illumine my brow with the light of adoration in thy court of holiness and of prayer to thy kingdom of grandeur. Help me to be selfless at the heavenly entrance of thy gate and aid me to be detached from all things within thy holy precincts. Lord, give me to drink from the chalice of selflessness. With its robe, clothe me, and in its ocean, immerse me. Make me as dust in the pathway of thy loved ones, and grant that I may offer up my soul for the earth, ennobled by the footsteps of thy chosen ones in thy path, O Lord of glory in the highest. With this prayer to thy servant call thee at dawn tide and in the night season, fulfill his heart's desire. O Lord, illumine his heart, gladden his bosom, kindle his light, that he may serve thy cause and thy servants. Thou art the bestower, the pitiful, the most bountiful, the gracious, the merciful, the compassionate. Abdul-Baha.